Hey, how you guys doing? It's the producer from Barthers Comics. Welcome to back to the Marvel Hacks, Season 4, Episode 1. We have been long, long away, y'all. Uh, there's been trips with solar probes. Um, <laughs> there's been trips to Westeros, but we got lost there, too, trying to get back to the Marvel Hacks. Uh, I mean, holy cow, we have been away for a long, long time. You would think it was us trying to finish whatever X-Men series that we couldn't finish. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Inferno. Man, it was just it was just a beast. <laughs> On our little minor break of three weeks turned into like six. On the line tonight, I have the two Marvel hacks. Uh, on the line tonight, it's the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. Been a long time. Shouldn't have left you, but yeah. that's how bad those books were. So we're yes. back. Yeah, we're back. We're back. We, we were just trying to take a break to do the other podcast, but then life got in the way, like big time. Also on the line tonight, it's the other Marvel hack. It's uh, Brother Beavis. Back up in this bitch. Yeah, back <laughs> up in this beach again. Yes, so we are back. Uh, not a whole lot has happened. The funniest thing is that not a whole lot happened while we were away. Uh, we did Our break was supposed to take the time for them to relaunch the Fantastic Four, which we're going to get to here a little bit later tonight. And that happened. And really, that was pretty much it, what we were waiting on. You know, books have been coming out, but really there hasn't been a whole heck of a lot of news, uh, at least in the comic book industry, going on. So... Uh, first up, we're going to hit Blurred Notes. Hold on, let me hit my music. So we're going to spell out the word Blurred. I'm going to give the guys some topics and we'll go around the table. There may be some minor arguments here. Um, and some people may get... Um, uh, I'm, I'm really speaking about me. Some people may start to question my nerd credentials and whatnot and how truly committed I am to this endeavor. But here we go. <laughs> All right, so B... B, y'all, is for bang, as in Big Bang. The Big Bang Theory is going off CBS after 13 seasons after this year. Uh, I am, and this is what I was talking about, I am an avid watcher of the show, although I will readily admit the last two seasons is like, man, they should have cut this off two seasons ago. Um, <laughs> and I know both of y'all are avid non-watchers of the show. But it has been a show that... I don't that... think that's a strong enough way to describe my relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will throw this out, and then I will and I will step away from this grenade. And then I'm going to pull something that Hutch said a long time ago doing the Game of Thrones podcast. Is a show like that that does expose nerd culture better than nothing? Because it brings more people into the fold... But it is also readily and easily and identifiable as a toxic, only white male dominated nerd fandom that plays on every particular stereotype in that regard. So I will throw it to the table. Why do you not watch it, Brother Beavis? Uh, so I think it's, you know, this is my chance to like rail against the, the evil nature of stereotypes and how people make assumptions about you based on what they see on tv and like if this was if this was something that was put on tv as starring anything other but anything other but like white people mm. it would be like immediately twittered down and burned in the fiery flames of hell because <laughs> this is a show that uh, you know no one is no one is laughing with the nerds no one is enjoying the nerd content. This is a show about laughing at the nerds. And I see like countless people with their their flash shirts and I'm like, Oh, you like the flash? Like the who? I mean that that's what that's what this show breeds and uh, it could not like the fact that, 
you know, whenever you reach the level where your actors are making a million dollars an episode, you know what you've done is you've you've come up with something that appeals to the lowest common denominator, and all the masses. Yes. And mm-hmm. so, for a show like that to have a viewership to substantiate five million dollars an episode in staff salaries alone, there are not five million dollars worth of nerds out there watching it. There are five million dollars worth of people who like to laugh at nerds. And so right. fuck all of them and they can take 13 years of this show and shove it straight up their ass. <laughs> oh, wow. Yikes. I'll try not to take any of this personally. All right, uh, <laughs> Sandman, you're a non-watcher of the show as well. Yeah, I, was, I have watched the show before. I mean, I think it's fine for what it is. You know, it's about, you know, a really big nerd, Sheldon, and his... Um, other nerdling friends and uh, their misadventures. So I mean, it, I think it's fine. It's just it's not exactly my cup of tea. Uh, having grown up a nerd, being a nerd, um, <laughs> and in nerd culture myself, I mean, it's yeah, I do kind of have to agree with um, with Beavis in the fact that it's not really a show about laughing along with you. It's pretty much look at the freaks. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying and. Um, that's pretty much the premise of the show, and yeah, it should have went off a couple of years ago. Whenever they yeah. marry off the, the the main characters together, it's yeah. death. They jump what, the shark. What's mm-hmm. the line from the Clerks the animated series? Do you think they even know how messed up they are? Yeah, exactly. One of us. One of us. One of us. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fine for what it is. You know, I'm I'm not the biggest. Um, network TV uh, fan as it is anyway. I don't even have cable right now. Mm. I just got tired of paying for the shit. But either way, you know, it, I, I'm not the person that's going to be looking to uh, tune into that kind of thing anyway. It's yeah. fine, and I'm, I mean, it, it was it was fine that uh, they they name another show that they've dealt with. You know, it's been a successful nerd uh, nerdling show like that. Right. I can't think of any. So you yeah, know, it made its run. It had a long. T- it was on for a very long time, much longer than it probably should have been. And um, now it's um, it's time for it to go. So yeah, yeah, it, it, it's headed out to pasture. And again, again, as a as a watcher of the show, it's just like you know, oh, it's kind of he- fun to see those types of things presented on TV. And again, totally recognizing one, it's a lowest common denominator. I mean, it's a dick and fart joke show just on network TV. It's the lowest <laughs> common denominator, but. It also was fun, at least initially, to see that kind of culture represented, even though, it, again, it can be the toxic fanboy culture that we're about to make fun of here when we get to a different letter. Um, so <laughs> I totally get it. I totally understand why people hate it. So I, I, I have no I have no beef with anybody saying it. All right. All right. Now, at letter L, L is for likely. Uh, it was reported that Tom Hardy signed on for three Venom movies, not just <laughs> one. He signed on for three Venom movies. So how bloody likely is it that we actually get three Venom movies? It has been trending on as one of the most highly anticipated movies in the fall. Sandman, how likely are we going to get a third Venom, three Venom movies? I would say it's less than 10% that they're going to be able to do three <laughs> of these things. I think... I could I could see maybe two and I would put that maybe at fifty percent because you know they might get a pop from you know people that are curious that still don't understand that hey this is not Marvel this is just another studio using their name using their uh, license to to some uh, Marvel's characters and once the word gets out if it's bad it's going to go down quickly so you know Sony's <laughs> Sony's throwing everything at the wall they got Eminem out there making music for it. 
They got people trying to quote stuff. Oh, it's going to be the best anticipated superhero movie since Avengers, which was, like, which was yeah. what, six months ago, yeah. which is ridiculous. And I just, no, it's not going to make three freaking movies, man. It's, it's, this is Sony we're talking about. They're Sony. not Marvel. They think they're Marvel. They're not. Sony's been in the process since announcing this movie of essentially canceling every other movie that they said that they announced. <laughs> Silver Sable and uh, Black Cat got canceled. I think Morbius got put on the back burner as well. Uh, I mean, just absolutely, I guess, throwing all their eggs into the Venom basket. So, Brother Beavis, how likely do we get three Venom yeah. movies? Warner Brothers and, and uh, Sony are running the Kentucky Derby of canceling projects. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> All right, Warner Brothers, Sony at the line, and they're off, and there goes Cyborg, and there goes Venom 2, and there goes Silver Sable. It's like, they just, like, I don't know if this is just like taking a flyer to see what people might, like, get people talking, mm-hmm. uh, you know, before, before we spend any money. Let's just float this out there and see how many people clown us. But it's, it's just ridiculous. And again, like there is no reason why any of these movies can't be good other oh, than the no. fact Call that they... Uh, uh... Hey, y'all. Uh, it's the producer from Brothers Comics. We had a little audio mix up there, but we are right back in it here. Uh, got the fellows back on the line, so we're jumping back in. Uh, I think, Brother Reeves, you were still going off about Venom yeah, movies. I was just saying I can't wait to see those three movies, and I've really been looking forward to that franchise ever <laughs> since Spider-Man Three, which is one of my favorite Marvel movies. Yeah, so. Lord, uh, that's terrible. Oh my God. I wouldn't even call that a Marvel movie. Mm, yeah, yeah, ahead. but the, yeah, I, I, again, Sony's the worst, and uh, it would be probably in their best yes. interest to just sell all of their stuff to Marvel while the bidding is hot. You know, these comic book movies ain't mm-hmm. gonna be hot forever. Get your money now. Um, and get out of the business, but they won't. So it is what it is. Yes, All right. Uh, letter E, y'all, is for every one of them. And I put every one of them. E-M. Every one of them. <laughs> uh, it was reported that last week that Zendaya was actually going to up for the role of the Little Mermaid uh, and taking that role of Ariel in that Disney live-action movie. This is on top of her stealing the red-headed role of Mary Jane out of the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming movie and the Spider-Man Homecoming franchise. So, of course, white fanboy man was all upset in the world about this. Um, everybody knows fit. mermaids are white. I mean, this yeah, exactly. Is, I don't even know why this is a conversation. <laughs> Mermaids yeah. exist uh, and they're white. Yes. So what the exactly. fuck is going on? Yes. No yeah, with, along with Santa Claus. Um, I mean, and honestly, there was, and I don't know if I posted this on Facebook. There was actually some dude arguing that about because you know skin tone based on the sun and melanin oh, or whatever. I'm, I'm sure there was. Oh my yeah. god. Wouldn't exist. So you... I was like, oh my god. Oh That's why god. all fish are white. I mean, have you ever seen a fish that wasn't just pure white because the sun yeah. doesn't get down there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, it, it's yeah. just, oh. it's amazing to me. One, like, it's kind of a toxic fanboy or whatever. Like, are you, were you really that pressed about seeing The Little Mermaid? And then two, like, are you really that pressed about seeing The Little Mermaid? Like, if that's something that's not even in your wheelhouse, it's not even a movie that you would, I would assume that you were even thinking about going to see to begin with, but you're upset that, you know, they cast Nandaya as, you know, Ariel or whatever. And I will readily admit this. I, that's my favorite, or one of my favorite Disney princess movies. But I don't care if Zendaya's playing Ariel. I wasn't going to go see it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just... Oh, and no, no, I'm... 
Yeah, neither are most of the people bitching about it, by Correct. the way. They just want to complain about it. As soon as they's like, oh, yeah. you know, that's, that's all they yeah. have to do. That's the crazy thing. thing about the internet is, like, you can get one person's, you know, to, to say something ridiculous. And yes. it makes it seem like there's a whole population of people who feel this way. But then at mm. the same time, you realize there probably is a whole population of people that feel this way. <laughs> exactly. They're just not on the internet. So it's yeah, like, awesome. it both falsely yeah, yeah, and accurately loud. represents a significant portion of the population. I, so. I mean, you're voicing, a, exactly. you know, you're basically just voicing an opinion that, you know, the internet has given the ability to people to voice an opinion that they probably would have said in their basement arguing about stuff, but never said publicly. And, but now it gives them an opportunity mm -hmm. to say their ridiculousness, like in, out in public, you know, I mean, that argument, that you know that mermaids one exists and two they would have to be white sounds like a high people argument i mean that really sounds like something that you would have to be high to be arguing and i mean and chances are that person that did that probably might have been high when he did it but i just you know whatever i mean that's basically just every redhead role i'm just now gonna cast in day that's basically it any redhead role that was traditionally redhead is in day is going into that role i don't even care anymore so, all right. Hell yeah. Awesome. All right, letter R is for Riri, as in Riri Williams. Marvel announced uh, this past week that Ironheart is going to get her own solo book. Now, whereas she did have a small run as in the Invincible Iron Man book as it was finishing up, I guess, uh, I don't even know what relaunch of Marvel that was. And then after Tony Stark came back, she was regulated to the champions. And then somehow she was able to spin a... Um, solo book out of this uh, and an Ironheart book. She's going to get a solo book uh, written by a black woman who actually follows us on Twitter. I can't remember her name right now, but um, Ironheart. Uh, I, I will readily admit that I have no desire to read this book. I, it's a Plessy versus Ferguson character. I understand that there are no black female heroes, but I would much rather have seen a Captain Marvel book than a Riri Williams Ironheart book. Sandman. Yeah, pretty much the same. I I don't really know anything about her outside of the the basic basics that you know they made her up just to kind of replace Iron Man for a summer and then bring Iron Man back and then you were stuck with that character and what were you gonna do with her after that? And obviously, being a black man, I would like to see more minority heroes and stuff, but I just don't care about the character too much. You know, it's just I I don't know what they're gonna end up doing with her and. Um, because the whole thing with Iron Man trying to, you know, bringing in these replacement heroes that nobody gives a shit about yeah. in the long run was well, just a terrible move. And so, yeah, yeah. If Fo Photon to me would be a much better character to get a yeah. book at this point. The former Captain yes, Marvel. And, and, and yeah. especially in the sense that there's a chance that she winds up in this Captain Marvel movie that's coming out in February, April, or whatever. Any any desire like I mean we I think we've read a couple of those Ironheart books uh, during one of the previous seasons. Any desire there, brother Beavis? So I used to watch this cartoon where there was an individual who was frequently offered the opportunity to kick a football, and every time he tried <laughs> to do that, <laughs> the football was taken away from him. Um, yeah. And so Marvel needs—they just keep pulling the football away. I mean, yeah. it. When I say no, I have no interest in reading an Ironheart book. It's not because of anything to do with Ironheart, Iron Man, or anything. It's just like this is a waste of everybody's time to key up a new, the next big thing that you're not going to put any weight behind, and you're not going to you're not going to give yeah. any significant run or make it any part of the story. So no, yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to exactly. join a long list of launched black books with black leads that aren't going to go anywhere. And, you know, the, the over-unders on is eight books, you know, whether it be Nighthawk or Falcon, which we reviewed, <laughs> or uh, uh, what was that dude? Did Night Thrasher have a have a? No, but what was that dude that was? Uh, he was an Inhuman, but he was a basketball player. I think we reviewed it on here too. Um, I talked to the dude that wrote the book. Uh, Matrix? No, uh, I don't know what the fuck his name was. No, not Trasher. He's 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 in the queue though. I bet uh, he'll launch it at the Olympics. Um, like it's just it's just terrible. Like I mean, I understand. Like and. You know, brother, as you said when we were kind of pre-talking before we started, you had a wrestling reference. This is literally why don't you build them out of a stable? You know, like let her be in champions, let her establish herself in champions, mm-hmm. which is a fairly popular book. We don't we reviewed it on here, and yeah. it's not for us, but it's an, it's a popular book. Let her build that character out of there, and then launch from there. I mean, she's been in champions for like five issues. That's not enough. Let her build like people care about the character a little bit, and then branch her out if she outgrows the popularity of the of the champions. It just nobody, exactly. yeah. There's no push anymore. Like you just, I mean, you get pushed right to the intercontinental title. You know, without like you know, <laughs> jobbing out on shows anymore. It's just like, oh well, you know, they won the belt, and then they're gonna like job them out some other time, and then they leave the territory. So it's, uh, right, uh, right, right. Uh, it's, it's a book that's being set up to fail, and I, I don't appreciate that. You know, mosaic. I've got it. There it was mosaic. Mosaic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Right. Yeah, that didn't go out so well either. No. I don't think he made the. Un- I don't think he made the over. I don't think he got the eight. It might have been six. So, yeah. All right. And the D, to finish up blurred notes, D, uh, possibly doubtful. It is maybe possibly doubtful that uh, there will be a Guardians of the Galaxy 3 movie. Um, Director, uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name here. Uh, James Gunn. Thank you, James Gunn, uh, gets uh, unearthed and doxxed on Twitter for some 10-year-old tweets where he made... I would say inappropriate tweets about you know child molestation and rape and all these types of things. He gets doxxed and those tweets get pulled up. Disney goes and fires him. Damn Disney! And the cast of um, Guardians all sign this letter. You know he should be brought back. Blah 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 blah. I mean again, this is not the podcast to be talking about redemption stories and who I was ten years ago and you know and, and Twitter arguments and beefs or whatever. But it is a podcast to talk about. Did we need a Guardians 3, though? Honestly? Like, was that even yeah. totally necessary? Because, I mean, yeah, uh, didn't they say enough what they needed to say in Avengers Infinity War? Brother Beatles. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about uh, this franchise today. Like, I, as much, I, I could not sit down and watch Guardians 2 again. Like, I Preach could it, not bring myself to do it. Preach um, it. That is not a good movie. Mm-mm. And, yeah, I mean, they... I, I'm when you're most interested about Nebula, who was the you know one of the side villains in the first movie. When that's the most compelling story left to tell, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm not sure we yeah. do need it. Um, and right. yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I think they they that was a, a amazing unexpected home run they hit with the first movie uh, that did not follow up. I think it allowed them to expand the overall storyline in a positive way, and that was good. But yeah, I mean they're 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 solid bit characters in the, in in the rest of the story at this point. Yeah, same man. Guardians three. Is it needed? Hell no. The, the only reason they're even thinking about this is because one, they made a 
making a ton of money off the damn thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. And how much? How big among who among us would have raised their <laughs> hand and thought Guardians of the fucking Galaxy would have been a Smash superhero franchise? I, there ain't a million years. I don't. In a million years. And I, I was. I would have been more and, interested in the old school Guardians with. That would have never worked yeah, with yeah. like Marvel Boy and Charlie Twenty Seven and Nikki, all that. Yeah. That would have been garbage. Yeah. But I'd have been like, "Oh, shut up! <laughs> That's gonna be the shit. That's the real Guardians. They put these dumbass <laughs> raccoons, trees, yeah. and some matching costumes. <laughs> Fuck them! I'm trying to. Get, I'm talking about Starhawk, bitch. He turns into a lady. <laughs> Starhawk. Yeah. Starhawk, bitch. And just to show you how ignorant was I was about the Guardians, I didn't know anything about them outside. I mean, I knew they existed, but that was about it. Mm. And I didn't no, even realize I, that was the original. I team. got a I you got know? a gang of Guardians comic books. Those are great comic books that would have made a god awful, horrific <laughs> cartoon or mo- movie that would have shut down the Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but anyway, the dude, they don't need to make another one of these. I mean, except they're like just to show the team made it possibly through Avengers three and four. <laughs> That'd be the only thing I could see. Uh, that they would actually need to do anything, and that's not even a need. Yeah. Um, it's it's just because the, the trilogies are the thing right now for franchises, and that's all. They don't need to make it. The only reason that I would possibly think that it it one still gets made or whatever Disney announced it's on full pause for doing it now um, is that they have you know they are going into space space bitches. Um, they are going into space because of Captain Marvel. So. That is a real right. thing at this point. They're already in space because you got you know Iron Man and uh, Nebula stuff on out in uh, you know on Titan. So I mean that that would be the only reason I think you know as of right now uh, most of them are dust anyway. So uh, except for what Rocket, <laughs> all dust but except Rocket I guess right? Yeah, yeah. they're all dust. Much. So yeah. I mean if it didn't happen uh, I'd be perfectly okay. But you're right, brother. It was Guardians too is not a good movie like at all that's a bad bad movie one of definitely in the bottom you yeah. know quarter of movies for if uh, i watched that movies. enough i could i might drive that down to like incredible hulk level or whatever yeah, i get you whatever the less but whatever the less bad i would put incredible hulk above it yeah, yeah. I, I would yeah. give you that uh, mm, it ain't great all right mm-hmm. all right so that ends up blurred notes uh let's get into these damn books now normally this would be a that's day one that's day one sounder but uh, we don't have no DC books this week. I couldn't think of no DC book to even think about reading at this point. Um, so if you were handed for the DC portion, um, just go ahead and skip and go back to last season and listen to a bunch of those episodes. They need to do some out. kind of big event. Get us excited about DC yeah, exactly. again. Oh, God. <laughs> I, have been, I have been reading the uh, the Watchmen ripoff or whatever it's called, but mm. they, they put it on the image release schedule, so... Uh, oh, it'll be yeah. finished up in about 2021. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and again, we would only have read that if our uh, Big Hutch was a part of this because we, we really just try to do a decent right. book to bring him in, but he still doesn't show up. So Yeah, it, it hasn't is. worked. There's been yeah, books exactly. that y'all have read. He still hasn't been on. So Yeah. All right. Yeah. Right. So uh, our first book tonight is the reason that we had actually skipped to season four was the Fantastic Four. I'm going to do my very brief call on the four, Okay. My favorite thing. Before we get on to this book, uh, which is, you know, a full uh, early preview, it's There's nothing really to talk about here. But there's going to be some jokes. I got plenty of them. Um, mm-hmm. 
again, we've talked about this leading up to this book. I mean, there's some bad Fantastic Four representation out there. There's uh, three bad movies, uh, four bad, four, four bad movies, movies actually. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah, a couple right. of really bad cartoons. I tried to get my kids to watch that anime one that was on Fox the other day, a couple years ago. No, it was not on oh. Fox. It was on a cartoon. It was on Nickelodeon, I think. That little anime one that they did. Yeah, yeah that was. Yeah. I've never even seen yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did one. It was butt cheeks, though. The one that looks like Aeon Fox? Yeah, exactly. Aeon Fox. Mm-hmm. That one? Yeah, 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 yeah right. I'll send you a link. Um, it was butt cheeks, too. And, like, there's just a lot of bad Fantastic Four stuff because, again, they're so married to this idea of who they are and what they are. And this book kind of plays into that right idea, but let's go. Here we go. It's the Fantastic Four. Sarah Pacelli's on the art. Uh, who's writing it, this thing? I don't know book? if this was, was in every version, but did yours have the... Uh, oh, I don't know if you even saw it. I don't know if the uh, international edition has this, but the yeah. one I bought had a few page intro about Steve Ditko at the beginning. Did you yes. see that? Uh, yeah, yeah, Ditko. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, we are meeting on the last podcast, I believe. To be fairly honest, like I could, uh, you know, there's no point prior to this would have been like, oh, I'm a big Steve Ditko fan, and and this is what he did. But they have this snippet of this of Spider-Man with like mm. five pages of him trying to trying to get out of some machinery. And mm-hmm. it is like the comic bookiest oh, thing in the world. Yeah. I was so hyped when I read this. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I was, I was ready to like <laughs> lift up my house. I was like, I was gonna get under my house and like lift nice. up my house. I was so hyped after I read that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, yeah, every person right. that's drawing Spider-Man needs to send that dude some checks. Every single one of them, uh, because everything right. is based on what he did. But I think, yeah, I think we are at PD on the last podcast. All right. I know we mentioned it. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, Fantastic Four. My first note is in there. It's an actual swerve. So, it's issue number one. Mm-hmm. The book had been um, taken off for many, many years. Um, and, again, this is not a surprise that Marvel has regained or Disney has regained the ca- these characters. And this book is coming back. That's why uh, that was a fait accompli or whatever, all this Comcast talk or whatever. Like, this was a wrap. It was done from the beginning, man. As soon as they said that book was being announced, you knew that they was coming back into the fold. But... Uh, basically, this book is okay. So, coming really out of the pages of Marvel Two and One, which currently hasn't ended because it is also on an image schedule, where Thing and Johnny are making their amends with the fact that um, that Susan and uh, Mister Fantastic and Franklin and Valeria they're gone. Uh, Thing knows it that they're gone. Um, Johnny hasn't accepted it as he's moving through the stages of grief. And basically now they're in New York. They're doing their own thing. And have you read that two in one? Because now they're on. They're doing like some of that Captain America shit. They're on like a different like per- parallel, and it's, it's really like kind of ah, freaky uh, before the relaunch for Cap. But anyway, so yeah, so Johnny's doing his thing in the city. Ben is also doing his thing with Alicia Masters. I don't know. Uh, if Johnny knows that uh, Wyatt Wingfoot loves him. They're, they are more than roommates. He, he does. Yeah. He really does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, again, my note here says, hey, they're at a Mets game uh, with his, air quotations, roommate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. He oh, looks, yeah. You know, the ironic thing is they drew him a little bit like Colossus. So this yeah, is so another, <laughs> another, another yoked out dude with dark hair who's going to end up upset about uh, Johnny Storm's relationship choices. Yeah, yeah. If he hit his, if they had hit that, if they had hit that widow's peak, mm, it would have been just genius. Um, so, uh, Johnny, has anyone ever told you you have a beautiful set of pipes? Yeah, exactly. We're getting there. Uh, Lord. Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, who's right? This is Slot that's writing this book. Man, we ran Slot on his Iron Man relaunch, which was straight up butt cheeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he deserved but, it. Because he was writing Iron Man as if it was Spider-Man, and that was wrong. And, but I think that Terrible. tone works Wait, better. I thought they were book. the same. Wasn't, didn't, doesn't Peter Parker own, like, the Stark Labs now? And Mary no. Jane is Pepper Potts. Isn't that true? Hey, didn't you, weren't you on, didn't, didn't we read... Do that Spider-Man number one where his life went to crap again? Yeah, well, yeah. We yeah, did. yeah. Which was Well, the books are also not uh, memorable, but that's a whole nother podcast. All right. So a Fantastic Four flare shoots off in the sky, um, and then everybody goes nuts. Johnny excited. Like, yeah, we're back. Ben is like, oh, what could this possibly be about? <laughs> and he begrudgingly, he begrudgingly tells Alicia like what's going on, what the fate of the team is, and all that. Let's uh, make this also shout out to be like, remember when Alicia Masters was black? Uh, I was gonna say that. Before. I was like, I thought Alicia Masters <laughs> yeah. was black. I saw a major yeah. motion yeah. picture. She was yes. black. Uh, yeah, she was. Was that only in that movie? I guess. Well, yeah, it was. Well, she was a scroll too. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Uh, the less we say, the better. Anyway, do we want to want to drop the phone call again and go? go yeah, exactly. That out? Well, you know what? It was really just a, it was really just a, a, a moment to just be like, oh my god, uh, Carrie Washington is fine as hell. Uh, but anyway, all right. So um, <laughs> prank. Uh, it was a prank by the Yancey Street punks who broke into one of the Fantastic Four's building and stole one of Reed's gizmos to shoot that off in the air. And then we get all this recaps of all these people who love the Fantastic Four as they go through the news. And then we get a token black guy dropping here. It's like Medusa, Crystal, and Luke Cage. Like, think of what? Why? <laughs> Was he in the Fantastic Four at some point? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Medusa, like, Crystal, and Jennifer Walters all were. Okay, yeah. In exactly. one form or another. Yes. Yeah, they've had they've had several different iterations. Like the, Aside uh, from like the Ghost yeah, this, the, they had the Spider-Man, Wolverine, yeah. Ghost Rider, Hulk version that was yeah. that was oh, stunt right, casting right. at at its best. At but. its finest. Um, and uh, Johnny has slept with Medusa and She Hulk. So and maybe Crystal. all people that and Chris, <laughs> yeah, exactly and with Crystal. Oh, uh, well, so. you know what? Mm-hmm. Luke Cage did go to jail. <laughs> oh, it's a strong possibility. <laughs> and so now the thing is also on that page. So I think we all knew that. Yeah, yeah we I think all, we all yeah, knew yeah. where that angst was coming yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, Wyatt Wingfoot, not on the page though. Not okay. on the page. Not yet. Not yet though. Nope. Yes. Uh, again, if you've listened to any of these podcasts, uh, Johnny Storm is well-known horn dog, uh, and we have run him for it, or admirably run him for it. Hey, I'm surprised you know they only did one page. I mean, they only have one page of people, <laughs> yeah, apparently, <exactly>. that <laughs> Johnny Storm owns. So. Yeah, geez, wow. All right, so, yes, and She-Hawk, and then this is something that we have reviewed the Avengers book on uh, Season 3. That's not matching because in uh, the Avengers she's raging Hawk and she can't switch back to Jennifer Walters, but now in this book she's back to being able to switch in between. So uh, just again the non-editing at Marvel continues, but whatever. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Yep. So um, yeah, and, and so they, I don't know. This Ben goes off into like uh, uh, Ben hires Jennifer to get these street punks out of or whatever. And he visits the site of the break-in, and then he talks to some old man that was there that was supposed to be in charge of protecting the stuff. And then he goes into this damn soliloquy that I was just like, man, listen, I'm about to throw this tablet out this window. 
that's what I'm about to do. Because this story about Johnny being able to sing and this alien yeah. trying to get them back. To, to help yeah. me help me out, Brother Beavis. I can't help you out. I was looking at it right now. I must have blocked it out because I'm like, I don't really remember. What was this alien doing? And then I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah, Yes, Johnny sings Donka Shane across oh. the universe. Oh, and they're all like, oh, Sue, you really can't sing. Johnny's a better singer than you. I just, yeah. this is why yeah. your book got yeah. canceled for the last three years <laughs> and why you can't make a decent movie. This is exactly it right here. It plays to the idea of them being the first family, but they take it to Brady-esque levels at times. Yeah. Yes. And it very much Yeah, so. and it makes it uncomfortable. Like it's not uncomfortable, it just makes it so corn dog that I just can't get with it. And I mean we're gonna jump to the because the book is the book, we're gonna kinda jump to the end. We know the Fantastic Four are gonna wind up getting into the MCU at some point. I keep saying to myself at night, self, if they roll freaking Reed Richards out there with them freaking uh salt and pepper side uh mutton chops I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm done I'm not doing it man it's not worth it it's not worth it to send him out there with that jump it's like making freaking Rogue's hair with that white streak in it like in X-Men like oh she got it because she took Magneto's power no we're not doing this it's no. not necessary it doesn't make the character any better it's just like a stupid comic book thing so whatever I'm bitching that's it <laughs> No, um, so yeah. I'm but just anyway. impressed that you can get that like worked up about a Fantastic Four book. You know, this is like this is the book that's like you that you feel like you should like, and very clearly it's part of Marvel lore. But every time I touch one, I'm like, this is awful. Like I don't <laughs> know, I don't know. I I can't imagine what the story would be that when it was over, I'd be like, oh, that was awesome. I yeah. I, I, just, I don't know. But think about it like this. Out, yeah. Outside of the burn run, can you think of any memorable Fantastic Four stories? And this, that's been damn 30 what, years ago, man. That's what I was about to ask. I can't remember. What's the last good run they had? I, just, I have to go to the burn run. I mean, it's, um, yeah. After Heroes Reborn, Reborn I mean, Heroes Return, like the Salvador La Roca books, and who was writing that at the time? Maybe Wade? Like, I mean, even he couldn't save them. Like, it's just like, it's not, mm. it's just goofy. And yeah. it, it, it's a very, it's a very kitschy um, um, thing with the Fantastic Four. They remain the '60s kind of a '60s '70s kind of vibe, mm -hmm. and you know they survived up into the '80s when you know Byrne was like, was that the '80s when he was? Oh yeah, that's the '80s. Um, Jesus, how long ago was that? A yeah, long time it. ago. And they have been in flux, and you know, and those stupid ass movies that Fox made didn't help, and you know, and so they led to a Marvel burying them. For the uh, uh, last several several years, and I don't think they know how to bring him yeah. back. And the thing is, like, Thing is a great character. Johnny Storm is is serves his purpose. I, I could power myself great. to say he was a great character. His power is great. His powers are great. <laughs> Invisible Woman is you know she's a good character. She's got great power. As long as Jessica Alba's not in the discussion, she's fine. Mm. Reed Richards is okay <laughs> right. at times in for what he does. Like Secret Wars, he's a you know pivotal great piece of that. Like there you know all of them are have their role in the Marvel Universe, but somehow you put them together and it's just you're right. It's just corny and and not it's great. Corny. Yep. And. I don't know, and, and again, they've been surpassed by, by the dang Incredibles now twice with two yeah. movies, and, you know, people right. are, like, looking at it like, they are the perfect 
characters that would maybe do better in animated form. But then in animated form, you get Call on the phone. Yes. It's just bad. Terrible. <laughs> Selling your, uh, I mean, that was the 90s, but good God, man. man it's unlikely. I, I, I remember Brother Reavers, you, your tech was pre-text te- texting technology. You might have emailed I me. I sent you a fax. Yeah, it was a a smoke signal. Then one day you were like, I think they're selling like Marvel deck cards on this Fantastic Four cartoon. He was like, oh, yeah, you're going to get my Marvel uh, cards uh, messed up, Johnny, or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. So, whatever. All right. Yeah, this book, it has two pivotal moments. One, after Thing talks to this old man or whatever, he realizes that he needs to make uh, Alicia Masters a proper woman, and he, you know, proposes to her. Um, I was like, all right, you know, whatever. And then he wants, he calls Johnny over to celebrate this moment. He's like, I want you to be the best man, and Johnny literally shits all over his moment. And the fact that, you know, it should be, you know, Reed should be your best man, and I'm not doing... He flies off in the rage. Oh, God. He flies off. I didn't rage. like Johnny before this. Yeah. And, man, this is just, this is like the, the final uh, nail in the coffin. Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. he does come back after he completes his stages of grief yeah. or whatever. But, um, it's too late. Yeah, but he's like, you know, <laughs> they really are gone, aren't they? Oh, yeah. They're gone. Thanks for messing up my yeah. engagement, by the way. Um, exactly. And, um... Uh, also, Johnny, Johnny also had sex with Alicia Masters. Um, <laughs> that was the scroll version. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, oh, also, what, was oh, it bro. the scroll? Was Elijah the laser fist? Mm, laser yeah. fist. Laser <laughs> fist. Yeah, oh, nooch. Um, also, a redheaded character that Zendaya could play. Alright, so, um, <laughs> alright, so, uh, we should the do book these end. on Saturday afternoon more often. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe we're not as tired. Um, so, uh, on a faraway planet, we're assuming it's a planet or whatever, uh, Reed and Sue, you finally get the shot because you don't see them together as the Fantastic Four. And, you know, spoiler alert, I think I read somewhere that they're not actually going to be reunited up until maybe SU3 or 4. So you got to wait a long time for this reunification process. But there, she's on the planet. She's like, hey, you know, you think this is going to work? Do you trust me? Of course I do. And then he shoots off this big flare, and then you get this big four in the sky, and Johnny sees, and he's like, yeah! And, you know, cut, roll, <laughs> credits. I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. It is what it is. I mean, like I said, I, I, I kind of was excited for him to come back. I, I like Slot. I'm maybe not necessarily on this particular book. Sarah Pacelli can draw her tail off. The book looks great. But it's just, like you said, Brother Breeders, all together, it's just sometimes doesn't work. I, I got to be honest. After that last Zendaya joke, I thought we were talking about done talking about the book, and I moved it off to the side. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> that's, that's how memorable this book and then, is. And then you yeah. started talking about it again. I was like, oh, that's a, yeah. it's okay. So, but you re- you read it. Thumbs up, thumbs down to issue two. Uh, it's like thumbs for what? You know, it's like. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's, not, it's neither good nor bad. It just exists for no reason. And, yeah, and, that's and, a good way of putting it. It's like it has to be there. Exactly. It, like It has to be there because you can't have Marvel without Fantastic Four, but yet no one's favorite characters are the Fantastic Four, and you can't mm-hmm. remember the last great Fantastic Four story. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be a book, and there'll probably be another right. movie. 
Yeah, and uh, are right. they going to bring back them pajamas too? Like, are they really going to do this? Like, you know, them with the pajamas, with the four in the in the chest. Are we going to bring yeah. the pajamas back too? Like, I just yeah. uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, Sandman for the Fantastic Four relaunch. I give a. It's pretty much just like Beaver said. I mean, it's not great. It's not horrible, but it's like man, I'm not ever gonna, gonna go back and read that. Oh, that n- number one Fantastic Four yeah. uh, issue. Like, psh, I'm never gonna watch this, read this shit again. Yeah, it may. I guess I gotta give it a thumbs down. I mean, it's just eh, it didn't do anything for me. It just didn't. It's like giving it a thumbs in the middle takes energy, yeah. and that seems like that seems unfair. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, like I mean, no I thumbs don't for you. The, the middle thumb thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just it's, it's a push. Meh at the best. I mean, again, it's a push. yeah, we can. I mean, it'll. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, for season four, it might be our theme book that makes it through however many you know episodes we get through through the season or whatever. So we might get two books in, maybe three. But mm-hmm. <sighs> you did read a gang of that new Avengers book, and it, that wasn't good. But it was coming out nam every week. Oh, it was God. coming out every week. I don't think this is coming out every week. Um, but we'll see. All right. Moving on to another book that you knew was going to get relaunched once Disney acquired Fox, X-Men. Um, <laughs> we're back into X-Men <laughs> Extermination. This is a new event. Essentially, this event is to get rid of the time-displaced original team um, and kind of reset the X-Men books. We They made this announcement, uh, I guess, probably about a month or so ago that they were going to relaunch the books um, with this after this event. Uh, nobody knows who the artists are, or the writers, or anything like that. Although I think Greg Land, when I met him at Comic Con Revolution, may have spilled the beans on that. Name I think drop. he's actually, yeah, thank you, I did. Total name drop. And I think he said he's going to be drawing one of these books. Um, so, but whatever. Not, uh, gold, blue, uncanny, new. Who knows what the tag is going to be before the word X-Men, but this little mini-series is going to lead up to that particular event. And I think this event and the Wolverine event are going to kind of kick off at the um, at the start. And we don't have this on here, but it's Wolverine with claws that are fire. And What? Yeah. Yeah. Did, didn't we send you that? Uh... I know we send. You guys a lot of send. Text. I was gonna say you guys send like ninety-seven texts a day. So I don't. This is true. I gotta be honest. <laughs> I don't really absorb them all. Let's say. Yes, they come like they're body punches, man. Like <laughs> I get sometimes I get texts so often. Like I have my phone on vibrate. Like I can't tell the difference between the single tone for the text and the the ringer on the phone, like which rings yeah. for like ten seconds because yeah. I just get text, 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 text. Yeah. So yes. Well, yeah, yeah, right. yes, when Wolverine comes back, he's going to have flame claws. We'll just leave it at that. Just shh, shh. It's a quiet place. Don't They're going to have to do time. a whole nother, like crossover to, to clean to that up. Fire, yeah, to clean the fire claws out. Yeah, it is. Does, he, does right. he have, like, mm-hmm. the power of the phoenix in his claws? Is that what's happening? Breathing way sure, too much into his Why not? Yeah. Uh, extermination uh and it's going to actually fall on a long time comic book and television entertainment trope as well but we'll get to that in a second uh basically let's get rid of these time place x-men uh, we need to get rid of them all because we have doppelgangers and doubles of everybody and a storm so we got bloodstorm we got two feet we actually have one scott two two gene grays uh two beasts two ice mans and two angels so uh, the book starts out something that's happening, I guess, 200 years and 20 years in the future. Uh, the X-Men are all dead, and this mystery figure's like, oh, heck, we got to figure out what's going on. Time switch to today. 
that everybody still hates mutants. I'm going to die on this hill, by the way. I'm going to mention this every time this comes up in the X-Men podcast. If they don't get rid of this shit. It's so played out. Just stop doing it. Like It's just played out, the idea that people hate mutants when all these other superpowered people are walking around. It just doesn't make any sense. All right. So, yep. anyway. They're, they're whatever. They're, they save these mutants, uh, the OG team. They save some. I don't, they're in black and white for some reason. Them and Bloodstorm. Um, and then they have to go through this whole process of why they've been mind swiped. I don't know what's going on. Blah, 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 blah. It doesn't really matter. Basically, we're going to get to this part where extermination falls on I, a long time trip. I have a, I have a, a side topic <laughs> I would like go to ahead. introduce here. Um, so Dr. Cecilia Reyes came in at a bad time, I think, in history. Uh, yes. There was another individual, Maggot. Maggot, yes. At that time. Maggot. But yeah. the point I really wanted to make is, uh, you know, the ultimate line of books is the reason why Samuel L. Jackson is Nick Fury. And Correct. He, um, yep. like, the deal he made with them was like, you can use my license, but if you ever make a multi-billion dollar movie franchise, you have to give me that money and put me in those movies. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned that he right. might have to play Dr. Cecilia Reyes uh, in this, <laughs> one of these panels because I feel like they drew her like in his likeness. Uh, oh, the hell. Like the last picture of her, that's Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, not the creepy one where she's teasing the kids with lollipops, but the next mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I they might have just—they might have just spent mm. another several billion dollars on Samuel L. Jackson right there. Uh, let it never be said mm. that Samuel Jackson uh, will not take a, a check to do anything. By the way, like, oh, you want me to dress up as a Puerto Rican woman? All right. So, um, <laughs> and play a doctor? Sure, why not? Um, this book and the, everything that comes from it—it it brings back a character that has always sucked in Ahab. <laughs> And then it. He says this like he was great for Sega Genesis. Beyond that, like there's no reason for him to exist. There's no reason. But two, it falls on a long time comic trope. And if you've been on this particular podcast listening to us for however many years we've done this, uh, the death of a black character always seems to spark um, some sort of event. White uh, rage. White Sorry. rage. Right. So uh, let's add Bloodstorm to the pile of Black Goliath, um, War Machine. Uh, Scott's out on a date with Bloodstorm. If everything's going good, and then he gets, and then Bloodstorm gets killed, and then he goes off like Scott was in love, I guess, with Bloodstorm. I, 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 okay, I. Um, I still haven't even figured out why we have Bloodstorm, but whatever, man. And then the other storm. I always storm. just assumed she was like the rebound date from Jean, and eventually yeah. they would get back together. Yeah. Well, but yeah, I don't know why she was there either. And in the early stages of this book, I'm like, oh, they are. They really are cleaning up the mess. Bloodstorm mm-hmm. should not have been in this book, and here is step one towards mm-hmm. that. So okay, I'll yeah. keep reading. <laughs> yes, of course. But of course, they didn't kill off somebody yeah. else. They killed off the black character. Oh, yeah. But anyway, That's a Ahab. Yeah, mm. exactly. Ahab is there. He's got a harpoon laced with silver. Convenient. Of course. Nigga, what? Come on, man. That's just... <laughs> well, that was you know, in the future, you know, vampire mutants are everywhere. The place is lousy <laughs> with them, so... Um, yes. By the way, I think silver is for werewolves. I'm just throwing yes, it out also. there. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean... I, you know. I thought it was wooden steak. Uh, yeah. You know. Man, yeah, hey man, but... black wear, black vampire. <laughs> um, you ain't no <laughs> a black <laughs> a black woman 
werewolf yeah, exactly. or vampire. Like, man, you gotta I you say, gotta throw silver at that dog. She, she ain't trying to get no wood. Yeah, ain't got no wood, man. What? Man, Better get that wood out of here. Yeah, <laughs> he was gonna do garlic, but he's like, man, she already seasoned, so man, whatever, man. All right. Anyway, he should have just touched uh, her hair. I mean, now. yeah, it's just bad. What in the world is he? I, it, it more than anything. Okay, Bloodstorm is a stupid character to begin with, but two, like y'all didn't have to do this. You could have killed Scott, but of course you're not gonna kill Scott because you only got one of them, so you need one for later. But kill Beast, <laughs> kill Iceman, kill whatever. And then this book also just deal delves into a character that we all generally hate as well, um, but who also gets his coming up. But you that's, know, that ain't gonna be yeah, permanent. That's where yeah. I was like, oh, this we're just playing this game again. Yeah, all we're right, gonna play this so game. So Bloodstorm's yeah. coming mm-hmm. back. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, so Scott goes, <laughs> Scott goes off, uh, team, uh, you know, Scott goes full blast, they try to get the team together, of course, uh, Iceman's not there, he's out seeing Hamilton, of course, I'm like, how he get tickets for that? But anyway, um, Bobby gets attacked, and it, but it's kind of not really, it's by some, it's by Cable, the old man, the old version of Cable, and, um, I don't know. I'm trying to piece together this book. Basically, this whole story is about young Cable coming back and killing old Cable and collecting people. As I don't know if there's the 12 or the 13 or whatever, but he comes back and he's collecting these uh, original mutants or whatever. And that's basically it. We get young Cable, and they could have made it like Nate M or whatever, or Nate X. That would have been better, but you just got a younger version of Cable. Help me out here, y'all. This book is dumb too. Man. This is terrible. Man. It's terrible. It's terrible. And I know it doesn't because whatever they're doing, like you said, brother Beavis, it's not going to matter because all they're going to do is reset the button here, and you know, however many issues this crap is. Yeah, I mean, there was a, yeah. a period of time where the twelve or the thirteen or whatever seemed like it was going to be a great story, and I remember and it being pretty stupid, and yeah. so. <laughs> I don't know if they're trying to undo the if they're trying to like undo the there shouldn't be a new X-Men we should actually have had made a good 12 story we don't need five different books we don't need two ver- if those are the things they're trying to do I'm all in but I don't see it because no, this is- like I, yeah I mean the, this, this whole thing with like cable killing cable cable's not dead cable's yeah, coming cable's back not dead. yeah of course they would never in a million yeah. years oh look we just had this movie out that was not as good as we thought it was going to be because we were the only ones who didn't realize a sequel to deadpool was not the best idea and the no. cable's a terrible character but mm-hmm. let's go ahead and kill him in the comic books yeah that's yes. not that's, yeah, not, that's not how it works yeah that's not how it works yeah. here y'all um and he's just i mean and they he go they go off too because i guess and we've read some of these books too as well. It's like Rachel, you know, they're in their yeah, the hunting yeah. uniforms and she's got the marks and, yeah. and and she says this shit like all nonchalantly, like, Yeah, I was wondering why my marks and shit was kind of like bitch. You know, you know, I was part of the apocalypse at one point and I killed a bunch of people. I was wondering. Yeah, I was starting to get that feeling again. Yeah, I was like, I was wondering why this was happening, but whatever. I'm like, come on, man, this is just well, I, <laughs> and again. The X-Men books, unlike the Fantastic Four books, they have characters that are popular or whatever, but they just they seem to be hell-bent on serving you up characters that you don't care about. And I hope this relaunch is going to close the wagon, so to speak, or close the circle and try to get people back circle to... Circle the wagons. A, a circle, thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> close the wagons. And so, to get it back to a, a group of characters that people care about. And we thought that was going to happen with Blue and Gold. That made it two years. That was it. 
you know, we started that from the beginning. We dropped blue a long time ago because it was complete butt cheeks. And then gold, you know, we kind of stopped after the, the gank wedding, which we're going to get to here in a little bit as well. But just overall, it just it this just seems like a placeholder. And we're just holding this off until we can relaunch the books. And whether you're waiting for the Wolverine relaunch, whether you're waiting for, I don't know, Storm to stop being Thor, I don't really know what it is, but it just it sucks. That's basically I'd, what I'm saying. I'd like to see them just converge yeah. to one book and have a rotating cast and have people come in and go. But to try and sustain like three or four books that are yeah. both like carrying the weight of this nonsensical mutants are still hated by humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all have the dream, mm-hmm. but some of us live at the mansion and blah mm-hmm. blah. It's just it's too much. Just yeah. Well, well, that's that's one of the problems. That one, they have too many damn characters. I mean, Jesus Christ, half of. I mean, you have the classic X Men that we actually know, and then they had, there's this constant rotating carousel of characters. I could give a fuck about. They just keep bringing yeah. in, and then they go off and they kill them off, or they leave whatever storyline or, or whatever. And 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 of course the whole uh, mutant. Um, everybody hates mutant thing. Yeah. That. Hasn't evolved in thirty years. No, I mean, God, just, I mean, y'all got to move on from that shit. It's just done. Yeah, it's just played out. It's done. Like it's just played Way out. Played out. And, you know, and then, and again, we dropped this book too. Uh, what was it? Um, Astonishing X Men. Like Xavier came back. I don't know what happened to him. Why is he not getting picked up here? You know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? Like it, right. it, it doesn't seem like there's the overall editing like over the books. Like that. You know, it, it's like this is DC um, uh, cinematic. There's just a bunch of shit going on with no head on top of it. There's no Kevin Feige, and things are just flying off or whatever, and then we'll try to meet in the middle at the next... Um, well, isn't you know, the editor-in-chief that dude that pretended to be Japanese? Isn't yes, he is also yes, that dude. Yeah, that might say a lot, too. But it, th- these problems were before he got there as well. And I just... <laughs> you ain't helping, though. No, it ain't helping. It's just, it's just a mess. And I, I'm like, come on, man. I'm just done, like... Can we just get like I would be okay with two books, call them Uncanny and New, New X Men and Uncanny, or yeah. just two Uncanny. I don't know, and they would do Blue and Gold again because that was a swerve. Just do something, but I don't need you know X twenty three and Gap. Leave them in their solo books. Like if, if people if they're so popular, let them have their solo books. They don't need to be X Men. It's like Deadpool. You, you have a niche character, let them be in their own. But you know you can drop a man and out, which we're gonna get to here in a second too, but. Like, you know what I mean? Like, ah. yes, I'm frustrated fanboy this week from reading these books. And again, since we haven't recorded this for like three weeks, I've been stewing on this for three weeks too. Like, let me read this again to make sure it was as bad as I thought it was. I'm gonna add another joke. You know, I mean, that's kind of where I am with this whole thing. And I'm just like, man, I'm just so over it. But whatever. Uh, there was a great line in there where Jean came back and she was like, "Oh, you killed my kid." I'm like, "Well, kinda." Sorta? <laughs> sorta? 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 Well, really? You know, kinda your kid, but not really, but whatever. Uh, so, yeah, alright, so Sandman, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle, extermination. Well, well I'll say this, I didn't read it, and I'm glad I didn't. You're good, that? yeah. Um, I read issue two, by the way, as well, and I'll throw you a 30 second review after Brother Beavis goes. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumb in the middle. Uh, I had a, a thumb starting to edge up that sort of ended up back in the middle by the end of it. I mean, okay. uh, it just, I feel like we've we've been tricked like this before. Yes. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good word for it. Trick. This is why I have trust issues. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
You uh, said you were gonna get rid of the terrible books, and you gave us another one. Another one. Uh, and then you know, and then they'll do something ridiculous out of this. They're like, man, we did not know that extermination was gonna be so good. So we're gonna start a monthly series called Extermination. <laughs> monthly uh, extermination. Oh, Jesus. If they did a monthly <laughs> extermination and just started killing off X Men to get down to like eight or nine, and yeah, then just start nice. it over. Yeah, I can do I'd that. Be all, I'd be all for that. Yeah, yeah. I'd buy that. Uh, yeah, I'd uh, still hate the last eight or I'd, nine. Fuck them. Yeah. I mean, they're the, they're the dregs of society. They're keeping us all back. Yeah. We yeah, need to oppress okay. them immediately. But, you know, all at right, least well, there's only talk, eight or nine of them. Let me talk about issue two. Uh, it sucked. Next. All right, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it sucked. Fair it enough. didn't advance Fair any enough. of the story that you would think that it would advance. You're just like, it's another just 22 pages of just garbage. Like, oh, y'all could have told this. It's one of these. Oh, you could have told this story in three issues. Y'all going to drag it out to six. Yeah. All right. We're good. Thank you. Move on. Uh, next. All right. Mr. and Mrs. X is our next book. Uh, spinning out of the pages of X-Men Gold number 30, uh, where uh, Kala- uh, Kitty started her process of coming out of the closet. Yep, we're calling it. Um, it's happening. <laughs> she will. It's going to happen. Just mark our words. Uh, mark the tape. Yeah, but uh, so her and Colossus don't get married, and this is a book that spins out of that where Rogue and Gambit actually wind up getting married, and this is now a monthly book, which spun out of their um, miniseries, which was, I guess, just Rogue and Gambit, uh, which also I may not 100% sure actually did finish as well. Um, (laughs) I'm not 100% sure that it's also finished when it should have been a six-issue limited series, and it may be stuck in issue five. Um when they got to just like completely made up antagonist and yes. confusing like payoff, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm gonna guess that reading more of these is not gonna not gonna be a good thing. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, honestly, it, right. and you know, and I mean, this book will be a kind of a quick, easy review as well. Is that I mean, it's I. I mean, it's nothing that you can. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like it gives you a little bit of back, you know, behind the screen footage or whatever of what happened, you know, prior to them getting married. Um, but you know, you just got characters there that you see again. I brought up X twenty three and Gabby. They make their little appearance or whatever. But I mean, it's you know, there's a story about getting something old borrowed in blue. Um, yeah, and then Mystique shows up for the wedding or whatever. Now I, I have a note here that says. Um, that's Jennifer, um, lost, Jennifer lost Lawrence or whatever. That mystique. Oh, yeah. yeah. You look at her oh, face. Yeah. yeah. That's Jennifer, uh, Lawrence. Yeah. Or whatever. Right. Yeah, that's a common trope. That's a common trope. Yeah. They yeah. turned her into right that now. or whatever. And she also looks young as hell. I'm like, what? Yeah. Wait, what? I mean, she yeah. should be, uh, the mystique should be as old as Wolverine, essentially. She's a thousand years old. Pretty much. And, yeah, um, she's all wrong. Yeah. But she yeah. looks like she's, I don't know, this could be. Botox. I don't know, but she looks very young, and this book is actually drawn very well. I didn't write yeah. down who the artist was, but the book is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. so I like that part of it. But you know, she's like, "Well, you showed up to my marriage. There's gonna be no kidnappings, no brainwashings. We're just here to watch, right?" And I was like, "She's <laughs> like, yeah, we're good. I'm just, I'm not so sure about your choice of spouse or whatever, but yeah, we're good. Nothing like that. <laughs> um, so whatever. And then ah, 
they put the collar on Rogue, you know, so they can smash. Um, there's there's probably right. a whole narrative there that yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought she had I thought she had gotten control of her power. She like, did, but apparently she doesn't have any more. Yeah, I think when she was in yeah. the X Men, okay. she had actually gotten control of her powers. And again, I'm gonna throw it back to something before uh, taking of tropes or whatever. Let this lady have her life, man. At, at a point, like you know what? Right. It's, I mean, really, right. it's just. I mean, it's kind of old and doing that. It's just like the thing. Let that nigga change back to a human. Like, they ain't gonna change nothing. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Right. But, I mean, seriously. At this point, like him being a creature. I mean, there is there is a thing, fang, foom, man. There's somebody walking around as a dragon, and people are worried about a dude walking around as a rock. Come on, man. Like, seriously? <laughs> like, this is just, it's just old. You're holding on to a trope that doesn't matter anymore. Give him something. Right. If Reed can make some unstable molecules, damn it, he can turn his friend back into human. Like, it's, it's just... Right. Sm- smartest man on the planet. Yeah, yeah. except for exactly. he can't turn his friend into... Except he could never figure that out. Yeah, <laughs> man, whatever. Yeah. So, but whatever. So, yeah, so they, they take their honeymoon out into space, space bitches. And uh, you know, try to top that as a uh, anniversary or home <laughs> as a gift. Then, like, what y'all do? <laughs> oh, I took her to space. Wait, what? So, no, uh, yeah, they get to space. Um, they smash a lot. Um, that's basically it. There's a there's a shot of drawn in there one where it was like, um, like whoa, it's, like when she like she arches her back and they just have like the blanket on her or whatever like something like mm-hmm. that I'm like hey this is kind of close yeah, I'm looking at it now yeah, yeah that's kind of close it's, like it's, I'm not, it's very close I think my note says how did that get past the comic code because um he's yeah, tickling her yes that's what he's with his dick yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's different <laughs> even though he's tickling her with his dick he's still just tickling her yeah, so it's that, fine hey. it's fine <laughs> You know that camera hey, crossed. Go ahead, sorry. Hey, no, no, I was just saying kudos to the artist because my, my, eyebrow, my eyebrows was raising up. Yeah. I, so, yeah, good, so good job. That yeah, might that be definitely. one where the artist sent the stuff over and like, here you go. And the, the, the whoever did the writing was like, motherfucker, I can't write this shit. <laughs> <laughs> or it was a perv. It was like, yeah, I need yeah. more hip. I need more hip. Like what? what? Well, I'm, I'm supposed to write like Rogue's orgasm before we go and bring in the Imperial Guard, the fucking enhancement talent of the X Men universe. Yeah, they had to go fight the Imperial Guard, but first Rogue nutted. You know what the fuck? Like, what am I supposed to write? And as she reached the apex of her, oh, yeah. his throbbing member stroked her in her tickle spot. Yeah, what the fuck am I supposed to write to this? Yeah. Then the Imperial Guard comes up right before she jacked off. Alright, so, um, it's just ridiculous. Alright, um, and, and also, and I got a note here too. Okay, so this is happening. Okay, um, in X Men issue 137, the Imperial Guard took on one of the strongest X Men team and beat day ass. Yeah. I got Rogue and Gambit here. Well, you, you got some JV members of the Imperial Guard here. However, um, no. Yeah. These two ain't taking on the whole <laughs> Imperial Guard, no less. In space, no less. But they're going to be able to mm-hmm. beat them. That, come on, man. Like, I was like, Ugh. I don't know. Yeah. Who's this Cerise lady? That's death. Um, oh, she, she's being Excalibur. Yeah, and, I, I and, was uh, thinking for Alan Davis and that UK run kind of that that side of the thing. Yeah, my Deathbird um, incident kicked in, and I was like, "Oh no, wait, that's a Excalibur." Let me step back and let Sam mm-hmm. do his thing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
No, no, that's pretty much it. Outside of her appearing in Excalibur for, she wasn't even in the book for a very long time. She was just one of those guest appearances, kind of. She was, I guess they said she was a member of the team. She wasn't a member of the team. Oh, okay. They dumped her off at the first opportunity. Yeah. But, um, that's a, that's all she is. Yeah. Well, the, I guess. well, before they showed up, the kitty called in with a mission, and that's why they had to wind up getting dealt with with the Imperial Guard or whatever. They're trying to find some, I don't know, a Fabergé egg. That's basically what I took from it. I was like, whatever. Pretty much. taking a Fabergé egg. Then she the, was you know, subjected to inappropriate workplace behavior by Gambit. Yes. By Gambit, yes, exactly. <laughs> Filing a report with HR uh, at the mansion. He didn't um, need. He yeah. didn't need to show her ball, his balls. He did not. He need didn't. To do that. <laughs> <laughs> but she also looked away. But not, it was not in disgust. It was just like, yeah, that's why I didn't marry Peter too. Because uh, <laughs> where's Rogue at? Because you put Rogue in that towel. All right. Anyway, um, so. Whatever the book goes on to this part where they're chasing them, trying to get this MacGuffin, and um, somehow Rogue absorbs Cerise's powers and she phased out into space, and so now she's out in the space. Now, also editing note, I'm pretty sure I've seen Rogue fly in space without needing helmets and stuff, but whatever. Um, she's out there, so they're worried about if she's gonna, you know, Gamma's like, that's my wife. She's out there. She's gonna die out in space. Blah 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 blah. And you know, it cuts to the point, and then. You cut away, and then Rogue she wakes absorbed up. She Astra's powers. Oh, Astra, I'm sorry. I'm who sorry. has rocking the double ponytail and hairy forearms. Nice. So, and hey. the ability to teleport, <laughs> apparently. And also probably from Ohio, yeah. based on that description. All right. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> definitely went to Belmont. Anyway. All right. Um, <laughs> we cut away, and on the ship, uh, Rogue wakes up. As soon up, as she's gone, the, the Imperial Guard is like, that's your ass, Gambit. We might yeah. be sorry, but we know we can kick your ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Basically. All yeah, the power uh, in this ship just flew out the side of just, it. You yeah, are yeah. fucked. You are completely screwed, <laughs> sir. Um, and then, so she goes up, she wakes up, and it's, you know, she wakes up, and Deadpool's there, and I think he has the egg or whatever, and I guess they had some version of a relationship at some point in time in a previous book or whatever. Whatever. Anytime Deadpool shows up in anything, I'm just like, well, we're done here. Um, here I did. And here's my wrestling reference. Go I don't know it. how many of you remember this, but at one time there were two prominent wrestling federations, the World Championship <laughs> Wrestling and, at the time, World Wrestling Federation. One of them really? got managed mm. into the ground and was acquired by the other. And so the superstars from one of those federations had to go on every single one of them, had to get jobbed out by not even the highest level of talent. So when you take this book and you're trying to make us really care about a Gambit book, and in the first episode you tease it, and the second book it's on the cover of basically he's getting punked by uh, Deadpool. No, he, he's completely yeah. cucked. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That, yeah. He is a WCW superstar who yeah. probably will be fortunate to wear the TV title or the hardcore title, but will never be main eventing <laughs> WrestleMania at this point. No, the hardcore title. Yeah. He definitely <laughs> won't be main eventing. Um, yeah, uh, I read issue two of this already, which is also out, and it's just more Deadpool. And nope, yeah. nope. And how, no do you, how do you establish no. a new series with these characters and feature the relationship and completely undermine it with, like, the biggest whatever you know mm -hmm. the, the the probably mm -hmm. well past the point where this the, you know this joke has gotten old now and yes i think Completely. there's goodness in deadpool mm -hmm. yeah. 
but the joke's gotten old at this point, and he's not the one that's going to get. You know, he undermines the series rather than put then kicks it off. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. As soon as you bring in Deadpool to somebody else's uh, whatever, it's about Deadpool. It's not about whatever your main uh, cast is supposed to be. He just hijacks it. So yeah. And again, the, as soon as I saw that, I just rolled my rolled my eyes. And the idea that you know. They either like, oh well, this book isn't strong enough. We don't put Deadpool in it for at least, I guess, two issues now. One's like a splash or whatever, but uh, he's in that, and I'm he's going to be in the next one too. So if the book isn't strong enough to not have like it's this is like rappers with guest appearances by stronger rappers. Like if you can't carry a freaking tra- you know freaking 32 bars on your own, stop bringing in guest rappers. You don't need it then. Like just you know don't do it. We don't need you on there. Additionally, and I didn't need like this. Like it was like this idea that they're going to have their book together and establish this. I could roll with that for eight to twelve issues. Because like, <laughs> that's you, all you really <laughs> have to put up with anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, know, yeah. A, limit, a limited amount of time. Yeah, yeah. a limited yeah. series of books. I could figure that out. But if this, you're already, I don't started, need to go to the doctor. This rash isn't that bad. It'll go away eventually. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I'm just like, man, whatever. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm good. Like I, that. I, I already read the second issue, so I'm, I'm straight. I'm, I'm thumbs down completely at this point. And again, the book looks great, and those are two of my favorite X-Men characters, and I like them together. I know solid people don't. I like them together, but I can't. Like I'm, I'm straight. So uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, mm-hmm. thumbs in the middle, Sandman. Yeah, down. I don't really care where they're going with this. Mm-hmm. No interest. Nice. So, uh, brother Beaver. Yeah, they. I mean, they they crushed it at the end. The the last page just is like I think I like you. I would have been behind this. I could have. I could be interested in where this goes. But particularly on the heels of a franchise relaunch in the comics, like mm-hmm. what faith do I have that this matters? Particularly yeah. when you undermine it immediately. Yeah, and then you and, mm-hmm. and we talked about this when we talked about the Rogue and Gambit uh, book. Like, well, you know, putting these two together might not be the greatest thing, but you also, if you want to kind of modernize the book and make them the power couple or whatever in the X-Men, at least that's something different and that people could get behind. It's not like a hot shot in the title or whatever. It's like, well, they have been together for a while and, you know, and people and, you know, Rogue has grown into a leadership role from her time in the Avengers and in A-Force or whatever. Like, you know, elevate her to a main event. Stop putting her mid card because I think she's earned it. He hasn't. But she has. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. she's definitely earned main event status. And putting her with him, he's, you know, it's freaking, <laughs> you know, Jim Cornette things. It's Sable dragging along Johnny B. Bad, really, at this point. <laughs> you know, like, she, she has earned her status. And, you know, he can be there in support of that. But I just don't think that they have the nuts to do it. They're going to just bring Scott back and put him back with, you know, new Jean, new old Jean Grey and, this, and start, you know, doing the same thing that they've been doing. But, like. Alright, our last book of the evening as we cross the one hour and ten minute mark. And we're, I'm, we're not going to necessarily review it other in the, uh, in the sense of, like, okay, it's the new West Coast Avengers. In the new West Coast Avengers, it's with Hawkeye, but not really. Really, it's the Lady Hawkeye. Is it, what's her name? Um, Kate Bishop. What is her name? Huh? Kate Bishop. Her Kate real? Bishop, thank you. Kate Bishop. Uh, the team is Kate Bishop. Uh... America Ferrer, America Ferrer, that's America Chavez. Um, man, who else is in this team? I don't what's, the, what's the what's the black dude's name? I don't Fuse. Even know his name. Fuse, Lord. Fuse, mm-hmm. that's right. Gwenpool. Mm-hmm. Gwenpool, yes. 
Quentin Squirrel Girl in it? Is Squirrel Girl in it too? No, not yet. No, no. Okay. no. They'll probably not cross yet, her no. over in the second issue. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, what's his name? Quentin. Quentin, Quentin Quire is from the X Men. Yeah. He's from yeah. the Grant Morrison run of the X Men. He was the villain right. in the Grant Morrison run of the X Men. Yeah. I, I, right. I, 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 and again, we've kind of crossed over our not our time limit, draw our TV time limit, but like I don't want to review it other other in the sense that okay, we're a long time comic book heads, but we're also fairly progressive in our thought processes or whatever. Like I, I, generally speaking, you know, we are old man get off our lawn folks, but I mean, you know, we also recognize when things aren't for us. Um, this book is not made for us. Mm-hmm. Like that's basically what we're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, and, and again, right. we skew old on people that listen to this podcast. And chances are, if you are listening to this podcast, chances are this book is probably not for you either. I mean, this is not saying that you shouldn't read it. It's not saying necessarily that these types of characters don't deserve a chance. Again, it is a little bit of a Plessy versus Ferguson, but we just got a white version of uh, Psych- or Psychops of Hawkeye, who's also in this book as well. And when from old school heads, when we think back to when there was a West Coast Avengers in our day, when Hawkeye did go out and establish the West Coast Avengers, kind of playing off of those two things, I'm not saying that I'm mad about it, but I'm also saying, like, again, this book ain't for me. Like, it's just not. Like, it's just, I like America Chavez as a character, and I think I read, like, that limited series with Kate Bishop or whatever, and I thought that was kind of cool, but for the most part, like, this just ain't for me. Um, I, you know, I wish I could be like, oh, you know, just give the new characters a chance. And I'm not necessarily opposed to that, but uh, I'm going to say it. Man, these characters suck. Fuse? <laughs> Gwenpool? Are we, are we seriously doing this right now? Gwenpool? She sucks. I, 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 yep. I'm just, it is what it is, you know? And again, if that's what you like, you like what you like. I'm not trying to say that. But just overall, Brother B, is this book ain't for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's... There's the the New York books, and I don't know if people from New York read New York books and be like, oh, that's right, because we're from New York, and you gotta go through us to get to Peter Parker. Mm. So then this is a California book, <laughs> and I'm even less. I think it's even less likely that people from California are like, oh, that's right, or I guess it would be like, that's right, dude. There's no there's no superheroes out here. We go. gotta have our there own superheroes go. and these fucking land sharks everywhere. We need somebody to punch these fucking land sharks in the <laughs> face, man. So, so I, I get I like so so these regional things when you're not from the region was my point mm. is like I, it. I don't know if you're like you're steering it away from me if you're trying to attract me to that or whatever. But yeah, like America Chavez is is she might be an interesting character up to this point, but she's not in this book. All she no. does is taxi them around. She's a mm-hmm. yeah, she's a secondary character in this book. Well, uh, pretty much. Go ahead. Well, no, just go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I just kind of shrugged my shoulders at this whole thing. Uh, it's yeah, just like you said, half the characters I don't even care for, yeah. or I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the fuck is who the fuck is Fuse. I don't know who that hell he's, is. He's he's made for this series. Like he's he's the morph Literally. of this yeah. sh- of this yeah. book. <laughs> he did not exist as far as I know before. This yeah. one's for you, Marv. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Outside of, outside of Hawkeye, I mean, they don't really have a lot of direct uh, uh, lead-in to the real Avengers, mm-hmm. and. And I'm, I'm just, let me just say, I'm tired of them just throwing the name Avengers for yeah. any idiot mm. <laughs> and well, putting it on a book. Well, and again, I'm being sorry. long-time comic book fans such as us will also know that that was the path to the dark side back in the day, too. 
about yep. putting like a name on something just to call it that and it's sucking and watering down the product but again we reviewed however many issues of one x-men book and or x-men avengers book and then we just started that other relaunch or whatever Meh. i mean honestly mm-hmm. i mean it just has bigger names and bigger people doing it but for the most part what are they doing that's like oh so much better than what this west coast avengers book is going to do it's essentially yeah. you know uh I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's TV matches, really, as, as opposed to Nitro, you know, dark, unaired dark matches. Yeah. That's basically what it is. And, like, I don't, I, I, I mean, I thumbed through that book and I got 75% through and I'm just like, I'm good. Like, I think I, I, I'm yeah. good. You know, America Chavez is a fun character. I think they could do a lot with her. I can't imagine that she winds up making it. I mean, I've been, I've been on the whatever this, they're going to make a Black Avengers or Ultimates movie for the longest time. Like, I think that's going to happen. And she would be a part of that, but right. it ain't gonna help her being in this book. I mean, she did have a monthly solo yeah. book that was canceled uh, in the six to eight issue run there as well. <laughs> um, so it is what it is. I just, I, 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 the book skews really, really young, kind of like Champions. So like, oh, let's attract some new and young viewers or whatever. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Um, new and young viewers ain't paying that four dollars a cover for that book. They're just not doing it. So. And we haven't we haven't touched on this, but the confessional reality show format, I can't do mm. it. Yes, I can't I do, do it. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> and you also, long time not listeners to this show, but understand that Brother Beavis is not a fan of that format in any form of media. Um, <laughs> so do not bring I up do, do not bring up shows like The Office or Modern Family or whatever to Brother Beavis because that's just not uh, not his not his forte. Everything we said about Deadpool goes double for Gwenpool. Yes, uh, I mean, yeah. Yep, it's just not worth it. And, and, again, and it's hilarious to me as much as like Tigra like was, you know, she, she might have been in the West Coast Avengers for a long time. I don't think we would call her a mainstay of the team. No. And they they did no. have to make her two hundred feet tall to make her a threat. Relevant, uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> she was like a punk bitch in um, Civil War. She mm-hmm. was a punk bitch in the stories that came after that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't know where they. I guess that was a callback to the old series, but yeah. yeah. And again, right. an homage is not a bad thing, but I don't know that just putting Hawkeye in it and like some guest appearances by some former West Coast Avengers is not an homage. It's just yeah. you're throwing a name. You could have called them, you know, anything, but that you didn't have to do it. You're just throwing the name on there for your name recognition and seeing if people will bite. We bit. For the first issue, yeah, mm-hmm. not gonna buy it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did kind of chuckle at the pro doc finish, though. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It is, uh, man. I don't know. I, I just, I, I, like I said, I feel it when we talk about books like that. When we talked about champions, when that, when which actually has gotten better. I think I mentioned that to y'all via text that the champions book got better when Wade got off of it. I think Jim Zub is doing the book now. Like, it's gotten better, but I think it might have taken a long time just to establish that idea of the book and the team. This book definitely doesn't have, I think Champions is on, like, issue 30-something. This definitely ain't got 30 issues in it. This is a certain no. six to eight issue book. And, I, again, yeah. we have no idea why they won't run just be like, hey, this is a limited series. But like, six issues of that? Like, kind of Ant-Man and Wasp? Perfect. Uh, full mm-hmm. monthly? Yeah, that's not necessary. Yep. But, yeah. They should just subtitle all these books, and then when they get canceled, they can say, 
oh, that wasn't a regular series that we canceled. That was yeah. a limited series that ran its course. And go on to, you know, this could be like Avengers West Coast Tigra Fest. And then yeah. they go on to the next one, and it's whatever. And, but, yeah. like, you you show this record of just completely bailing on stuff that doesn't stick. It's impossible mm-hmm. to look at it as anything but we're just we're just trying. We People yeah, keep paying trying. us to make comic books. We're going to yeah. keep making comic books. Yeah, we're just going to see what sticks. Keep throwing it on the wall. And then, throwing it, it against the wall. Well, and in that uh, flavor of the month, you know, Marvel has launched these completely digital books, you know, that there aren't any print copies for. I think there's a Luke Cage purely digital book now. There's a couple of other ones that, you know, they don't not even making print copies. They're just kind of like, you know, web comics, essentially. And, you know, right. that might be the, whether it be the wave of the future or something like that. But this book, to me, would be a perfect, like, web comic. Because putting this out in stores, there's just going to be stacks of them everywhere. I mean, if you're, yeah, forcing, if you're forcing comic book people to buy this book in, uh, in accordance with buying some of your other books, I mean, this is going to be stacked all over the place. Good creep. I mean, there's not enough dollar bins to stick all the issues of this in. Um, but <laughs> I just, yeah. it, it is what it is. All right. All right, so that was so I think, and that being said, like so, very clearly, uh, the printed comics are not hitting the traditional Marvel audience. If you listen to the last um, hour and twenty minutes, that should be apparent by this point. Yes. So the idea of like yeah. trying to expand the nature of comics and get people who are like you know potentially fixated on their phones a way to engage in this. I think all that's mm-hmm. great, and uh, I think really need to think about what are comics why are they made how do they relate to the marvel cinematic universe i think there does need to be something disruptive in that realm and i'm all for it but it just all this feels stagnant yes it does and yes and i and i think and a big portion of this and i think the idea the biggest idea that we need to we and like just general comic book community we need to get to the fact that collecting comic books as a collection anymore is um like an archaic idea like the idea that you're going to get this book that's going to have the first appearance of fuse in it and in 30 years from now you're going to sell that fuse book for some money is fool's goat it's foolhardy to even think that anymore and it's not even worth it's not even it's not worth the paper that it's printed on and so now you have to like you said moving to more of a digital format or you know web comics or maybe even the you know like the web animated thing something to get people to do something else because the traditional market again it's skewing older we are the target audience and we being the target audience are not getting down with Gwenpool, squirrel girl fuse and kate bishop it's just not you know i know people don't like to hear that or whatever but it is what it is this is why this book will have six issues it's why Riri williams will have six issues it's why it, it, and that's not us being, I don't think this is us being like, you know, kind of comics gators or whatever, like holding the line that we're not allowing people to get into this. It's not that. It's just these people aren't supporting those books anyway. All right, they're making this book for you, young people. Go out and buy it. I ain't paying $4 for a book. I'm a millennial, man. I can't. I got to buy ramen noodles with that stuff, you know? So I can't afford <laughs> no comic books. Are you crazy? Get out of here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got to go buy yeah. avocado toast. So it's just... <laughs> It's just not worth it. So, I don't know. All right. Yeah. Anywho. All right. So, that'll start to wrap up season four, episode one of the Marvel Hacks. Remember, you'll be able to find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, Remember, you'll be able to find uh, 
Marvel Hacks on uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Uh, just search, search Brothers Comics. You'll be able to find all that. I am mad. Uh, I think I told you all this. My brother's hanging out at Dragon Con because he's hanging out at Dragon Con this weekend. I'm not. Uh, I think I told you all the story as to why that wasn't happening. So that's uh, that's annoying. But, uh, yeah, we do have a couple of cons coming up here uh, in the September or so. Uh, Sam and I will head up to Tampa or over to Tampa for me for uh, Tampa Bay Megacon, uh, pretty decent con, pretty decent size. I think it's the third year for Tampa Bay Megacon, maybe the second. Uh, so we'll head over for that. And then Brother Rebus has Baltimore Comic Con here coming up. I don't remember the date, but I know that's coming soon too as well. So uh, just a couple of things. We'll get some information out there. Maybe I can break some news or whatever. Like I told Greg Land is going to be drawing that book. Oops, name drop. All right, so that's about it. So we'll start to wrap up here uh, as our X-Men, the animated music, starts to play us out. Uh, we're going to start saying goodnight. All right, Sam, man, say goodnight to the people. Sayonara, good people. We promise we'll be back before a, a month or two this time. Don't. See you next time. Yeah, don't make promises you can't keep. <laughs> so. All right, I was just thinking yeah, that was a bold yeah, statement. No doubt. Yeah, that's it. you just iced the kicker. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way the next podcast gonna take a month to produce. <laughs> he hasn't missed a thirty-yard field goal in fifteen years. Oh, it's wide Ugh. right. <laughs> go ahead, uh, brother Beavis. Go ahead and sign off. All right, I'll see you guys in a month. All right, we'll take it easy, y'all. We'll see you on the other side. Peace. Peace.